around. It's not just kids who feel like this. It follows you through the rest of your life. You know how it feels, that feeling in the pit of your stomach that makes you so sad and feeling like a nobody. In Ephesians 13, it says, you were also included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. This means that if you are his, you are always and forever included in the house of God. You don't have to worry about if someone will feel that you're not good enough and kick you out. Your place is in his family and it is totally secure because God says you're included. It doesn't depend on how good you are or whether your jokes are funny, what friendship groups you're in or whether you've been a good person. It doesn't depend on how much volunteering you've done or how much money you've raised for charity. You're included because God says you are to be an ambassador to his church. Fearings of missing out can be just as bad. It can drive you to do stupid things. You might not have been excluded yet, but you feel that um, if you don't do certain things, then you will be. You might find yourself buying clothes that you might not otherwise, watching TV shows that you feel uncomfortable about, or going certain places because you feel you have to. At the start of lockdown, I begged my mum to be able to play more Xbox because I thought that if I didn't, I wouldn't be a part of my friend group. I was a key worker kid and I wasn't able to have as much free time as everyone else did. I realised how lucky I was to be at school, but I was worried about being excluded. The message version of this passage says in verse 11, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. The fearing of missing out can drive you crazy, but God offers better. You can relax and not worry about this stuff. He's got you. Ephesians 1 verse 11 goes on to say, Long before we heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us and had designs for glorious livings. Sometimes life doesn't feel much like this, and it's difficult to believe that it is. But as the verse goes on to say, Part of the overall purpose, he is working out everything and everyone. But if we choose to believe this, then it means he has chosen you to glorify him with the gifts he's given you. What could this mean in practice? Maybe it's using your gifts to include the people who find it difficult in social groups. If you're even vaguely technical, then the AV and live streaming team in the back would love to meet you. If you love the energy of hanging out with children and the young people, then the kids group leaders would love to meet you as well. Glorify God with all the gifts he's given you and trust in the Lord with all your heart, as it says in Proverbs 3. This week, maybe talk to a person who nobody hangs out with or chat with someone you haven't spoken to in a long time. Maybe they might be going through a hard time. You never know. There's a cake break soon and everyone's going to be chatting. Can you find someone you don't know? Talk to them. God has chosen you to be his voice and his hands in a world that's often hurting. Thank you. Pathfinders who are helping give out the cakes and treats. Now we'll have a talk led by Albert. Have you ever received really good news? Like you've won the lottery or you're about to be a brother or sister, which is debatable. 
This feels amazing, but even those things aren't as good as the good news of God, and that if you hear it, you are included in his kingdom, no matter what you've done or will do. In Ephesians 1:13, it says that you are also included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of salvation. When you believe, you are marked in him with a seal and the promised Holy Spirit. This shows that no matter what you've done, you can start to be a Christian at any point. Or if you're already a Christian, you don't have to worry about what you've done. So long as you believe the good news of God, you'll be welcomed into his kingdom. When Paul talks of the seal, it's like a contract. It's a promise. We should take confidence in this promise. You see, if I had a friend who wanted to come to church but was worried he wouldn't be welcomed, I would have told him that if he had sinned, it doesn't matter, so long as he believed. He could start at any point. It's the same for everyone. We should repent our sins and always God will help us. And we should also strive to do better. But we don't need to worry as long as we believe the good news. In this world, it is easy to hear the good news in church, the internet, or even on a podcast. It's easy to do this while doing something else and not really take it in. Whilst it's true faith comes through listening, it's also important to take a little time to really let it sink in. Take a little extra time to really think about the message instead of just listening to it and then immediately forgetting. So if we hear God's good news and believe it, we can be in Christ. But what does this mean? God no longer sees our imperfections, but only sees the glory in which he made us. Being in Christ makes us all equals. No one is greater than another. Paul wrote in Galatians, there is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male or female. This is how God sees us and how we should see each other united in God's kingdom, thanks to our belief in his word. brother had a birthday recently and had a list of people that he wanted to invite to his party but he could only have a certain amount and that made it really difficult to choose so he would often come home from school with reasons he wanted to cross people off his list because he changed his mind how do we know that Jesus won't take us off his list these verses tell us that in Jesus we're included forever turn with me to page 1173 and I'll read verses 13 and 14 of Ephesians 1 And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance into the redemption of those who are in God's possession to the praise of his glory. God has put a stamp of ownership on us all. Everyone who hears God's message and believes in him has been blessed with the Holy Spirit and is therefore marked by God. We know this because in verse 14 the Bible says our inheritance is guaranteed. The Holy Spirit is our ticket into heaven so that everyone may be included. Last weekend my family and I went to a theme park on the beach. Me and my siblings were given a wristband to show that we could enter, show that we had access to all the rides. In some places... 
You get a stamp on your hand to show that you're included, that you have access, like to a trampoline park or a concert. In this way, the Holy Spirit is our pass to enter into heaven. God has stamped our hand to show that we have access to be included into his kingdom. We are marked by the Holy Spirit so that we can be included in God's love. My parents had to pay a lot of money for our wristbands, but we don't have to pay because Jesus already gave his life so that we can all be included. But we don't need to worry because Jesus takes no one off his list. Once you get put on his list, there is nothing you can do that will make him remove you because there is no limit to the amount of people who can be included in God's promise. Because everyone who hears God's message is blessed by the Holy Spirit. And so we are all included in heaven and in God's love forever. In Jesus, we are included to bring glory to God. In Jesus, we are included by believing in the good news. In Jesus, we are included forever. Our wristbands got thrown away after our trip to the theme park, but the Holy Spirit is with us forever.